Hello there. How we doing? How we doing? All right. Before I even do the Game of Life intro, I got to let you know, this podcast is going to blow your mind. That's not even a play of me trying to get you hooked to listen or anything like that. Seriously, going super in-depth with what Michael Jordan, word for word, said saved his career directly to this guy. Gave Kobe his relentlessness, basically changing your entire mindset on the mental approach to the game of basketball, athletics, and literally life in general. I am absolutely pumped, if you can't notice. All right, had to pre-warn you. Here we go. Intro time. Welcome to the game of life where we bring to you behind-the-scenes life of elite NBA players, the habits, tricks, biohacks of top-level performers inside the minds of Fortune 500 business-savvy entrepreneurs, the latest from cutting-edge companies changing the world in the performance field, how to live an adventurous, exciting life, how to find joy in every day, find your life calling and purpose, and just overall, how to help you become the best version of you. That's what we bring to you every week on The Game of Life. I appreciate you guys being on here again with me. Phew! Episode 6 and we keep going. And as always, please feel free to give me any feedback, advice, criticism, whatever it might be. I want to help you become the best version of you through all I have learned and been blessed to experience. So I need you to help me too. This is not a one-person conversation. We are community, family, whether you like it or not. This week's podcast is sponsored by Halo Neuroscience. You guys have heard them on here before and the next level human performance development that they provide through increased muscle memory, increased brain focus, functionality, and just basically increased being awesome at life. Super cool that Halo is giving me the opportunity to give you a big fat discount on having your own personal Halo headphones and being just like Steph Curry. Go to haloneuro.com and enter the code DAVID125. You will get $125 off your headphones. Awesome. Period. End of story. I wear them before every workout I do personally and have all my NBA players, pre-draft players, they're doing the same. If you're really committed to developing your mind, developing your skills, pretty much a no-brainer. Like that pun on the brain? Neuroscience, no-brainer? I bet you do. Uh, Okay, all right. I will link to all these in the show notes as well, so don't you worry about that. All right, like I mentioned, this podcast is mind-blowing. If I could choose only one thing to listen to every morning... It would literally be Graham talking. You'll see what I mean. Okay, enough of me talking. I'll let Graham do his thing, and let's do this thing. Here we go. All right, today we are blessed to have Graham Betchert on the podcast, the Game of Life podcast, the top mental skills coach, I would say, in all sports, focuses on the NBA. Graham, what's going on, man? David, how are you, man? I'm excited to be here, and I'm glad we could connect. Me too, me too. It's actually been, you guys out there that don't know, I knew Graham like 15 years ago. Just met him at uh, at the EA Sports Complex and just been awesome to see you grow, man. Awesome to see you grow to the top of of your level, top of the level of your game. Thanks, man. I I always love it when you get to reconnect with people um, who you met like years ago like you and then through the game of basketball, you just get to reconnect, man. I'm just so thankful to be around basketball and I'm always blown away <laughs> that you can make a living through basketball. You know what I mean? I know, and right? Something like a game, like a game that we love so much. And so I'm thankful to be here talking to you and never in my wildest dreams that I think 15 years ago that we'd be on like a podcast together, you know, 15 years from now. <laughs> Man, it, it, it is really crazy to think that, yeah, to have this be our job, have the office be, I mean, yeah. I know you do wake up every morning loving what you do. Same thing for me and just, Super cool. That's right. Um, That's right. It's- yeah, yeah. For for all those people that that don't know you and know all about you and haven't stalked your career like I have through friends, give them a give them a quick rundown <laughs> about yourself. Yeah, I'm a mental skills coach, so I you can kind of think of me like a strength coach, but for your mind. And you know, mental 
training is just like physical training or like skill training or working on dribbling or shooting. You know, there's no quick fix. It's all about becoming aware. And then once you become aware, it's about repetition and repping it out over and over and over and over again, which leads people to have experiences. And once you have experiences, you get that deep knowing, that kind of that deep, deep confidence. So, you know, mental training is like anything else, man. If you want to you want to get better at it, you put time into it, you'll get better. And so for me, my goal was to kind of contribute to basketball and help basketball players with the mental side. You know, I grew up watching Michael Jordan in the 90s and was kind of blown away by what he did. And then sure enough, it really wasn't all physical. It was even though it seemed like it was all physical, it was really his mindset behind it. And I just kind of found my career like 15 years ago, you know, just walked into mental training and realized I had done a lot of interpersonal work myself as a teenager in the 90s, you know, kind of working through challenging times. And I learned how to meditate, how to visualize. I learned empathy and compassion, which are incredible skills that allow you to persevere and keep coming. And when I found sports psychology in the early 2000s, I thought, hey, I didn't even know there was a thing that you could, you know, and I thought, wow, this this is my calling, you know, like there's the, I've already done so much in this. And so I set out uh, on my work and my goal was to normalize mental training and my love was basketball. So I wanted to go into the game and give back to the game as best I could, you know? It's kind of yeah. like my purpose, I feel like. Man, that's super cool. You hit the nail on the head with purpose. That's the same way I feel helping these these players, NBA, college, young guys, helping them develop, get get to where they their dreams. And it's that's a cool feeling to have, waking up every morning knowing that you have a purpose. And, um, yeah. Man, you know what was, what was really cool? Like seeing you way back in the day like i had no idea what mental skills coach coaching was training and you're a pioneer of this um mm. of the mental skills game and and now it's it's finally like coming to fruition where players teams coaches will understand yeah there's more than just being on court dribbling shooting a ball i mean i i attest to say like 90 percent of uh, performance is mental is confidence why, why is why is the mental aspect been so overlooked, but like finally coming into play now. You know, I think it was one of those things that it's always been kind of known by a select group of athletes and players, and right. somehow they've come across it, or they've been around a teacher, or they were lucky, you know, to find some books when they were young. But it was kind of like a luck, you know, it wasn't right. like this systematic process where. Your average 14-year-old knows, okay, I got to build a mindset and I got to start, you know, doing drills and stuff like that with mindset. Now, it's, it wasn't like that. And so I think, I think now, one, it, you weren't going to stop it. If people want to get better at performance and if mindset's something that helps you get better, then you're, you weren't going to stop it. It's kind of like where weightlifting was, you know, 20 or 30 years ago. It, you're, you're, you're not going to stop it. So I feel like now the whole stigma is eradicated where, Hey, if you do something in sports psychology or you work on mindset or you work on interpersonal growth or, you know, your ability to deal with your emotions, that is actually a sign of confidence yeah. and a sign of like, like awesomeness. I mean, I don't even know another word for it. <laughs> it's a great where, word. It, you know, <laughs> where yeah. it used to be like, hey, if I'm going to go <clears throat> do some psychological work or some spiritual work or do something on the inner game, oh, something's wrong with me or that's some weird yeah. hooey Eastern stuff. and. <laughs> You know, Phil Jackson was a big part to break that down, you know, the Zen master and, you know, Michael Jordan bought into this stuff. So I think here in the West, that was a really, and by West, I mean, you know, like the United States. And and the reason I'm saying that is because these principles, while they're coming alive now, if you go study like samurais or you go study like ancient warriors, these principles have always been here. And Zen, where a lot of these principles come from, this idea of being present, this stuff has been here for thousands and thousands of years. So sports psychology is under 100 years old. It's basically brand new. But these principles have been here forever. And I think it's a culmination of what Michael Jordan was doing and Kobe Bryant. And everyone knows they had so much success. And, you know, George Mumford was their teacher. He was the one who taught Phil. And I'm lucky enough, I work with him now at Lucid, the company, the mental training company I work for. And we, you know, our goal is to get this to the world. And, you know, my goal was to normalize it and make it easy. And, you know, these days, normalization means you got to be on someone's phone, right? Everyone's on a phone. <laughs> so that, honestly, yeah. that's how I do most of my mental training yeah. is, you know, uh, th- I like just talking to players, texting players, yeah. 
Uh, but it's normal now, right? So it's it's here. Like there's nothing wrong with someone having their headphones on, looking at their phone. Everyone's doing that all the time. Now we can we do mental training like that. Now, you know, you know, Aaron Gordon does this. You know, yep. Zach Levine or Andrew yep. Wiggins or Ben yep. Simmons. It's you basically it's it's here. You know, so yeah, George is kind of like yeah. Uh, you you, know, like, oh, you say they do it. I mean, they do it with you. They do the, they do lucid. I know I know Aaron's yeah. been one of your guys. I know Aaron well, and he I mean he loves you. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I, I mean, I met him when he was 11, and I just was like, this this needs – and frankly, I thought basketball players were cool when I was growing up. So I thought yeah. – I lucked out into getting mental training as a teenager because I reached out for help. My mom knew someone to, to help me get out with, you know, get with, and I did years of training. But I thought, this isn't normalized, and not enough people will ask for help. So I thought basketball was the medium to help deliver all of this. So now, as all these players are doing it and – you know who doesn't want to feel good in life and be successful? Right. Like, who who doesn't want that? That's all this is: <laughs> is learning to, you know, deal yeah. with your emotions and be successful and have great relationships and and of course be successful on the court or whatever you're doing. Yeah. But you can't be a disaster in life and then be good in the sport you're playing. That really doesn't last very long. You're not going to be able to sustain that for very long. So if you, you're like right. Kyrie Irving, is in an article in Sports Illustrated and he's talking about just working on his own journey of self-discovery. And I'm like, man, this is amazing that players are now talking about this, you know, that this used to be this hush, hush, weird stuff. And now, man, David, it is, I don't know if if, for me, I feel it's a, it's a proud moment knowing like, wow, look at this. It's here. You know, it's man. It's so cool to hear you say those things, like the relationships and just saying like a lot of your work is done texting guys, being there for them. I mean, just, yeah. it, it rings true in the same thing that like that I'm doing with players and as as a life coach and it, it like an example being one of my guys had a really bad stretch and just yeah. talk to him through it talk to him about hey remember this game when you when you went for this many points or and the next night he goes for 38 it's like okay yeah. there's just so much built into that confidence into the mental part and yeah, and having guys being able to be open about this stuff now, like back in the day, I mean, it's it's all toughness. No one wanted to have feel vulnerable in this sense, but it's just it's just like a game changer. I think it's a separator from oh, just being good to great. I'm telling you, and uh, being vulnerable is the way to go. Yeah. Uh, we have a expression: victory goes to the vulnerable. Man, and when you awesome. really track peak performance, it's people who are willing to mentally go towards vulnerability. And I'm not talking about extreme physical danger, like jump off this cliff and see if you live. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like uh, still trusting your skills when it hasn't gone your way for like forever. And you still have to believe in your skills and deal with how emotionally uncomfortable that is when everyone's questioning you. Maybe you're questioning yourself. And instead of running away from that, you go towards it and then realize I'm still safe, even though it looks like I'm failing. Then all of a sudden you have these breakthroughs where you yeah. go, I don't even feel vulnerable anymore. You know what I mean? Like you're like, yeah. I feel actually, I'm, I'm actually okay. And then you can, instead of avoiding situations, you're like, I can perform in any situation yeah. I'm in. And, and just like you said, just talking to your players, just having someone that they, they can talk to and they're comfortable with, that's like 90% of the battle is they can just vent and get stuff off their chest. And mm-hmm. more and more players are finding that they need to have someone in their camp, you know, on their team and in their inner circle who is a, a life coach, a mental coach, uh, just someone who can, they yeah. can bounce ideas off to, right? Because if you don't have that, um, it, it's hard. It's really, it, really hard. It really is. It's basically like you're out there by yourself. Um, yep. I love that quote, yeah. man. I'm stealing that victory goes to the vulnerable. Do it. That's what it was. Take I'm that. stealing that, and I'm stealing. Put it everywhere. I'm stealing your play present. I love that concept too. Do it. It's the. Uh, I mean, I gotta just say it. It's the name of my book. You know what I mean? Okay. Play present's my book. I'm stealing man. your so book whole, too. <laughs> the whole. Uh, <clears throat> the whole concept is. I mean, mentally, if the, the, the key to me is keeping things simple, right? Peak yeah. performance to me is about yeah. simplicity. It's not about these super complex, wild things. Definitely. It's about keeping it really, really simple, and then allowing your body to do what it was trained to do. And so play present is the ultimate goal from the mental side. It's fully immersed in the moment, fully trusting your skills, mm-hmm. no past, no future, fully in the now, letting it happen, you know, and, and, and doing your thing. And so that becomes the essence of what we're trying to do. Everything, like that sounds easy, right? It's a challenge, right? This is, oh, these yeah. are, it's, you have to go through your journey to figure out like what's in the way of you being in the present. And everyone has different things that take them out 
of the present and your work is becoming aware of that and then going towards the present even though you feel right vulnerable and if you can just keep doing that concept victory goes to the vulnerable you'll keep bringing yourself into the moment you'll keep being in your body being where your feet are even when it's just awful and then you'll be like wait a second it's not even that bad (laughs) (laughs) it was my thought that it was bad that was bad you know and so yeah that that concept victory to the vulnerable that that changed my life and when i kind of think about like what I've been doing. It's just kind of following that philosophy. It's not that it's not that people who perform really well like feel differently than the average person. They just have learned to look at their feelings and and say that those feelings mean different things. So vulnerability, right? Now we know it means it's a chance to win. So if you're competitive, which I assume everybody mm-hmm. listening to this is, you mm-hmm. are, now we're gonna see about that. So this is where you get coached, right? Because if you're truly wanting to win, then you want to go towards vulnerability. And this is where it gets really, really, really real for people. Because this is when you're like, okay, the only thing stopping me from going towards being vulnerable is myself. So it's on you. And now you get to see if you're truly competitive. Competitive is not when you feel great and then you're just like talking loud and rocking and rolling. Competitive is you in those dark, quiet moments where where you feel vulnerable and nothing's going your way. And you know, if I just keep showing up present, I'm actually winning. I'm actually winning. I'm actually winning. And that takes guts, and it takes an open heart, and it takes ruthless. And I'm talking ruthlessly being vulnerable. And ruthless is, yeah. is like where you go. I don't care how I feel. I'm just gonna go do this. And this is the kicker, right? It's not doing it with like anger or, or force. It's doing it. It's a different skill at a high level. It's a. It's kind of like knowing <clears throat> I'm okay, and you kind of relax into it. You don't mm-hmm. force your way in. You kind of open up into it, and it's kind of this. This combination of extreme intensity and extreme relaxation at the same time. And George Mumford, and I think everyone should check out George Mumford. He wrote the book, The Mindful Athlete. And of yes. course, he trained Jordan and Kobe. This guy's a legend. Yep. yep. When he would watch Michael Jordan, right? He, he was with Michael all through the 90s. And he would watch Michael in these super, super, super intense moments. And Michael would just get calmer and calmer and calmer and george would just be like mike what what is it with this guy right (laughs) he he was like he's like the eye of the hurricane because in the middle of the hurricane it's really calm and so michael never tried to stop all the madness around him what he learned was he just got calm in the middle of it and once he got calm the detroit pistons couldn't do anything right because michael learned peace and compassion and then bill Lambeer's anger and rage michael's like i'm just going to turn around breathe and you know get scotty and huddle up and you can't do anything where previously, when he would get angry at the Pistons, right, he had no chance of beating them. So, man, super high level of peak performance is not raging anger. It's extreme calm peace that you bring into these moments of, like, insanity. And then you're able to still just trust your body. And, and he kept playing basketball. And, of course, if Michael was playing basketball, there was nothing you could do. If he was angry at you and doing other shit, right, mm-hmm. then, then the Pistons have a chance. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like uh, mental training really it, – it's, it's amazing, but like really high-level performance is really peaceful even though you're doing lethal things. You've yeah. come to a level of peace inside of you where you're like, I'm at, I've defeated myself, so I recognize that nothing's going to take me out of my flow. And that ability to create your own flow, right, and dictate that is so big as opposed to, oh, I missed five shots, and then all of a sudden you just go with the flow. And most people who go with the flow, they miss five shots, they're done, right? They're mm-hmm. done playing basketball. Yep. But if, you, but if you create your own flow, which takes mental training, you're able to still stay in a confident space even though it looks like I've, nothing's going my way. But you've trained yourself to know I judge myself on being present, going towards vulnerability and trusting my skills, so I'm winning. I'm winning, period. Man. Even if I go over whatever, bro, I don't even care. You know, it's Man. but no, no. Yeah. The, we just talked about that for two minutes. That's a lifetime's work, you know, to to actually be able to do that. That's like someone saying, Hey, just you know, be like me telling you, hey man, just get your get your elbow in and snap your wrist. Yeah. Just do it one time and I got it. It's like never, man. It's just like yeah, you know, thousands of reps. You know, so man, you are literally giving me goosebumps over here. Like I'm gonna listen to that. that <laughs> this this whole podcast, I'm gonna listen to that segment every morning when I wake up. That is that is so spot on, man. Um, unpacking <laughs> some of that stuff, like that's 
what I see a lot of players is they are their own worst enemy. And I, you, you yep. talked about Jordan and Kobe, and it's like they step on the floor and they know nobody's going to be able to stop them. Nobody's going to be able to defend them. And just being able to s- separate themselves into realizing that and and realizing that uh, like they have the upper hand in every situation because they are calm in the storm. Calm in the hurricane. That's another one I'm going to take from you too. All right, like the hur- yeah. Do, hey, and I'm telling you this – <clears throat> with Kobe and Michael, you have you they understood what the competition is, and they know who they are. This is the Big other time. part that's ruthless. They are not basketball players. Basketball is what they do. That's a huge, wow. huge, huge revelation. Yep. And if you do not make that, and you think you are a basketball player, which you've probably been called since you were seven years old, and everyone in your neighborhood and family thinks that you're a hooper, yeah. right? One day you have to. I, I'm more than this, right? Basketball is simply what I do, not who I am. And the yep. only way you'll make that discovery is truly challenging yourself on the basketball court. So you're never playing against the person guarding you. Kobe and Michael realize they're playing against themselves. So they, they're, all of their energy and focus was on setting themselves free, which was realizing who they were at a deep level, which was not a basketball player. Basketball is what they did. That They actually understood they were spiritual beings living the human experience and within the human experience, they're choosing to play a children's game. Now, within that, because they understand that, Kobe could miss 25 shots. And he could also score 80 points in a game because his focus was not on some result. It was on being present and trusting his skills. Whoever was guarding him was guarding him. He didn't care who that was because he was focused on getting out of his own way. Where usually the person guarding Kobe and Michael, their focus was on Kobe and Michael. Right. And so, they, and so they're already done. Yeah. Because their their energy their energy is completely in the wrong. Like you cannot be focused on Kobe and Michael. You have to be on, focused on your own self, ruthlessly getting out of the way. Um, and so that, my my point is, it's when you walk on the court, the way you show you're the best basketball player. It's not like saying, "Hey, I'm better than everyone here." You just demonstrate it with your behavior, and the behavior is, "I'm going to be in the moment, trust my skills, go towards vulnerability. I don't care who else is on the court. It's irrelevant to me." irrelevant and once you get that you'll look like a killer you'll look like you're Mm -hmm. the best player on the court even though that's not where your focus is right because you're doing the right things so they they understood who they were um at a very deep level and the way you actually know who you are is you got to go down your own hole man like okay if you think you're a basketball player i I challenge you to that I'll, i'll challenge you to that you're actually much deeper than that you know, and you have to go out there and discover it. And the only way you'll discover it is go fail at hoops. Go try. And I don't mean like go fail, but like put it on the yeah. line. Yeah. Go, fu- go see. Yep. And then see. If, and this is not a joke. Go see if you die after. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and, and you won't. You'll just be like uh, Aaron Gordon's a great example, right? Like mm-hmm. <clears throat> last year's dunk contest or a couple months ago, he couldn't dunk a basketball. The, the, the dunk contest a year before, it was like the greatest thing anyone's ever seen in their life, right? Mm-hmm. It was like unreal. I sat with Aaron before both of those and after both of those in his hotel room. And the funny thing is with both of them, it's a different emotion, right? The right. 2016 dunk contest, it was like a surreal out-of-body experience where everyone loved him. And the mm-hmm. 2017 experience was a surreal out-of-body experience and everyone thought it was fucking terrible sorry pardon my friend and either way we sat there and we said guess what man we're just sitting in a hotel room yeah what's actually happened like you you have your arms your legs right the feelings are different but we're just sitting here and so once you realize he didn't like die in either one of those or become like a god in either one he's just a regular human going through the experiences but then he realizes oh this is deeper than basketball right so i'm okay Oh, okay, huh. Right, then if you saw what he did since since the dunk contest this year, right, he started to play the level he's never played on the NBA. And it all looks like next year he's found the right position. He's going to come in and, like, do his thing, you know. And, like, my point is you have to go through those experiences. Like, you have to experience absolute what it looks like failure. If Aaron Gordon is one of the greatest dunkers of all time, in the last year's dunk contest, he couldn't make a dunk. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> I know. Man. I, I encourage everyone else to have an experience like that in life. Whatever you, whatever it is, go completely fail at it, and then realize I'm still okay. That what is- that does for you is mesmerizing. It's mesmerizing the level of confidence you get after that. It, man, it really is. That is so. That is so cool to hear. It's like being 
comfortable in the uncomfortable, realizing realizing that you can fail. And the only like the only way you're going to grow in anything is if you put it out there on the line, if you risk it and if you fail. But man, it's so many like so many kids you'll see these these days. They're afraid to fail. They're afraid of failure. Even players in the NBA afraid of failure. But there's no way to improve without it. Man, Man, uh, failure is the mother of success. Boom. Drop the mic right there on that one. Whew. Told you. Next level stuff coming at you. Man, how about that? How about MJ and Kobe? He's telling you how he knew the game was over before the start because they had absolute unwavering confidence. Focusing on, not on the result, but just being present in the moment. Being the eye of a hurricane. These analogies are just blowing my mind. And even like a great basketball player thinking, man, I'm not a basketball player. Basketball is what I do. And just basically understanding who you are. That's just life stuff right there. Man, so cool. And get this, the second half gets even better. All right, give you a little break on the podcast. I'm going to hit you with my three points. And this time, this week, we're going to have simple ways to improve every day. There's a ton of crazy biohacks out there, and literally you'd have to spend your entire day following them step by step, crazy process by crazy process, time, time, blah, blah, blah. Why not live the most enjoyable life you can and the healthiest life without being a crazy nut? I don't know about you, I just don't have the time for all that stuff, so I'm all about keep it simple, effective, efficient, another E word, essentialism at its finest. Okay, here are mine. Take them or leave them. Uh, they fluctuate every once in a while, but in, uh, in general, these are the main staples. Number one, cold showers, deep breathing, and expressing gratitude with music playing. Okay, I know that was like four and one, but uh, I'm only giving you three, so I'm kind of packing them all in there like the morning. Um, cold showers. Cold showers are uh, ways to increase alertness, mood, obviously wake you up. They strengthen immunity and circulation, um, boost recovery after a long day's work, and I guess they are supposed to burn fat as well. Basically, it's a really good way to start your day. It takes a little while, I know, to get used to, but I'm sure you can do it. Uh, deep breathing just lowers your heart rate, just an overall calmness. I like expressing gratitude, just waking up, thanking, I thank the Lord for every day and just how cool it is to be here with this opportunity that he has given us. And I listen to it jamming to worship music. That's that's my thing. And I love it. Gets me going in the morning, gets me fired up, grateful, ready to roll. Number two, move. Yeah, I know that sounds simple to say, but most people don't do it. Stand at your desk, walk around, some type of activity, some type of movement every single day. Just gets your heart rate going, gets your mental clarity more focused. I mean, it's just a win in every single way, basically. So think of ways that you don't just sit around, uh, stand at your desk, like I said, go for walks, jumping jacks, in between, whatever you're doing, move, move, move. And number three, give someone a positive compliment. Get outside of your comfort zone. And they can go hand in hand. Uh, Make it an out-of-the-ordinary positive compliment. And just watch how it makes that person feel. We never know what type of day someone might be having. But one compliment, just a little compliment, positive mindset can absolutely brighten someone's day and potentially change the whole landscape of their day. Plus, watch how it makes you feel as well. All right, let's get back into the podcast with Graham Betchert, mental skills guru. We'll dive in this half deep into how you can use this in your everyday life, how to be present in the moment, and just how you can find your true self in your athletic field and basically in everyday what you do. Buckle up. Here we go. So basically, if you're refusing to fail, you're telling yourself, like, I don't want to be successful in life, which Mm -hmm. is crazy because I know on the deepest level – by not failing, they're thinking they're helping themselves. Yep. And that's the biggest trap you'll ever, 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 ever get in. It's not allowing yourself to be vulnerable. And that's why we need to preach victory goes to the vulnerable. So when people feel fear, they don't go away. They go towards it. <clears throat> right? You have to fail your way to the top. 
me and you were here talking, David. It's been 15 years, right? It, yeah. You know, I've written a book. I got an app. I've Man. you know worked with the last three number one draft picks. It's insane. Like USA Basketball called me, and the only reason I'm saying that is because that's just the stuff that looks really cool. It's insane what I've had to do to get here. I know, you know man. I, I, I mean, know. Like, yep. It's insane the things, the development I've had to go through as a human being to get to this point because I've had to forego so many things that are comfortable, like money, like a pension, like 401k, all these things that you're told have this massive meaning in life. And I'm like, man, I have this absolute love for something. I know I'm called to do it. I cannot live my life denying this calling and working for a 401k. I can't do it. Like I can't. I I have to go see what else is up. Right. And then as I went and started to do it 15 years ago, you have these moments of like, oh, man, it's working. Like, oh, man, like, like, what is this? How does this how does this come of come about? And, you know, I tap my 401k one, two, three times. I make my wife do it several times. Like financial advisors look at me like I'm insane. They don't (laughs) look at me like I'm insane now. Right now they're like, oh, oh, I see it. And you're like, okay, cool. Like. But as you're going through it and you're going through like this, my dad was like, what are you doing? How are you going to make it? Right. And I'm just like, I, I have to stick with I know it's here. And that's that vulnerable experience. That's that comfortable being uncomfortable where you have to live through that, you know. But when you do that, I mean, you develop real confidence. And so now it's funny as you go through all that now, whatever, 15 years later, people ask me how to do that. Right. Exactly. And I get, I get paid to teach them how to go through that experience so they don't bail on themselves and refuse to be successful. <laughs> you know, yep. what I, mean? I yep. basically just, I'm like their guide. I'm like, Hey, you got to hang in there. Just, don't jump. Like, it's not worth it. Just, just keep going, keep working, keep working. Because at some point you'll be so proud that you stuck in there and did it instead of that feeling of regret going, damn, I wish I would have stuck in there yeah. with something I knew I should have done. Man, what was in the way? Man, I got so much respect for that. Cause that sounds like exactly like, like my path. I've been just, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you have to. You, you got to, and it's and in looking back on it, it's like that's the part you just really cherish. Like everybody's telling you, like, what are you doing? When are you gonna get a real job? You travel, yeah. you live out of the airport, waking up in foreign yep. countries night after night. You have no idea where you're at. I mean, it's yep. people just yeah, they'll, they'll want to go with whatever society says. But man, it's so think about that. Like you, you have to create your own flow. Yes. And that means if you, everybody knows they have something inside of them that 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 is calling them. Everyone has a divine yep. spark inside of them, yep. has something. Does and if ninety nine percent of everything around you is telling you to do something else, you have to really create your own flow. And and you ha- and you have to, you have to be attached to something you love because if you love yep. it and there's no like, like this is your end game. You the thing you love, then you'll you'll stick with it. Like if if you're doing something for money. What I would say is cool. It's it's all good. Like it's all good. Like I want to make a ton of money, and making money is awesome. Yep. But if you're making money, so you go. So one day I'll do this. What I really love. What I would say is do what you really love now. So when that one day comes, you're like, man, I'm getting paid doing what I love. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I'm for like, sure. I feel like that's the new college. The new college is unlocking ourselves. It's not like checking out from yourself and doing something for some other reason. It's doing what you know you're here for. Like I. I started this in my, you know, early 20s. I mean, really, I was a teenager doing the work. Yeah. Now I'm 39, and I feel like, man, my career is just starting. Man. And yet I've positioned myself and, you know, I mean, done a lot of work. I've given and given and given because it was so much fun, and I love it. And so it's just yeah. scary as hell too, right? Your wife is pregnant. <laughs> you don't know how you're going to pay your mortgage. You have no money in the bank. Oh, man. But then, but then things happen, oh. right? Then things happen, and money comes in. And I'm like, if you've never had that experience – then it's going to be hard for you to be calm under pressure, right? Because yeah. pressures are going to hit and you're going to be like, ah! And yeah. so for me to be like a mental coach, it's almost like I, I purposely put myself in that situation just so when athletes are falling apart, I'm like, really, it's not that big a deal, man. Like, it's not, that's such a calming <laughs> effect for, for those yeah. guys. I know. That's really cool, man. That's what my mental coach did for me. I was a disaster when I first started seeing her at 19, and I was just a wreck. Mm-hmm. And she looked at me so calm, and just the way she talked to me, I was like, oh, I'd never seen confidence like that. And she was so calm, and she was so sure that I was exactly wrong. And I was like, <laughs> wow, you're so sure. Like, how do you, What do you know that I don't know? Yeah. And, and yeah. I, then I just was like, oh. It was like she, uh, she was modeling the behavior. And so I model the behavior for athletes, which is most of the time just being calm when they're freaking out. Right. Yeah. When they think like everything's over, you're like, really, nothing's over at all. You know, <laughs> like, 
just take a breath. Let's be here. It's uncomfortable. It's vulnerable, but we're, we're going to be okay. You know, man, 100%. That's, that's, that's so awesome. All that you said right there. Awesome, man. I, I completely <laughs> agree with you. And it's just like being able to wake up like in, joyful of every day of being able to do what we love. Like I wouldn't trade anything for that. You can't, that's right. yeah. And money. I mean, that, that all comes through the passion that you have and doing a really good job of it and grinding and grinding and grinding. Um, but yeah, just trusting, like I'm a big believer that the Lord has the ultimate plan for us and he's going to put us through times that are going to be tough, but if we trust in it, man, it's going to all come to fruition like it has. Dude, you, it's so real. If you look at all, uh, the research out there now, um, you know, I have like a master's degree in sports psychology and all in this stuff, but spiritual awareness is, and I'm not, pertaining to like any particular religion religion i'm talking about just spiritual awareness something something bigger than this idea of who you are if you can tap into that what it does it is a lot it takes all this pressure off your back when you realize i can't control results and there's something bigger than me and so all i have to do is go all in in this moment trust yeah. my skills right i got to do all the hard work i got to do all the work but then one, once i like trust my skill and i will just we're using basketball for example right and i yeah. take that shot once it leaves my hand, I can't control anything, and I'm at peace with that. And that comes from spiritual awareness because if you're living and dying on controlling every shot or controlling wins and losses, you are, you are going to be fragile because you cannot control wins and losses or making or missing shots. And you have, to, you have to get to an understanding of that so you don't stress off that. What you can control, trust your stuff, be fully present, let it rip. Right. And, and once it leaves your hand, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> and if, and nobody knows. So don't pretend to know. Don't try to know. Don't, I just feel like that the peace comes from like, look, I'm going to take it. And after that, I don't know. Right. And something knows what's going to happen, but it's not up to me. And I've kind of used that philosophy the whole time with my career. It's like, I'm just going to show up, yep. be present, great attitude, great effort. That's, you, man, you know what I mean? So for sure. Yeah. It's like the process of creation. It, it works like this for me. It's just it's locking in, yep. right? Focus. You've heard Steph Curry say this, right? Just get into the moment, be present, yep. and then let go. And yep. letting go is about understanding who you are. I'm not a basketball player. That's what I do. And then the third part is find your flow. Like no matter what's happening, stay in your flow. You keep. You don't just go with the flow, and then all of a sudden you're like, you guys are in a terrible momentum. Don't just go with the flow. You create your own flow. You're always present, creating your own flow. And as, you, and as you do that, right, you become invincible. doesn't mean you're going to win everything or get every result, but you ground yourself in just doing those three things, and you do those ruthlessly. You put your competitive nature into that. You judge yourself on that. And then as you start to check your results out, it gets pretty wild. The results get, I mean, it gets off the hook. <laughs> if, awesome. if you really go all in, I'm talking like go all in. Uh, greatness is a decision, man. It is. Yeah. It is, which is humbling because so much of us are like, that's too much to handle, man. Greatness has got to be luck. It's got to, it's like it's not. You have something inside of you that if you just keep showing up and doing it, you will unlock this thing. And I've seen it happen so many times. But yes, you have to go through like wild, yeah. wild stuff. And you have to hang in there and then realize, wow, I thought that would like, take me out. and It didn't. So then you go, wow. Why was I holding on to some story that was saying this was like the like, and so you had to go through that experience to to let go of some story you've been holding on to that's been limiting you, and that's kind of like, that's our human experience, and we all love hoops, so we're going through these experiences through basketball, but like, basketball is not who we are; it's mm -hmm. what we do. <laughs> yep, yep. That's that's the you thing know? people yeah don't realize. That's really man. That's really cool to hear. So yeah. so free, man, and. Shoot, I, I could talk to you like literally. I, I'd like to keep you on for five hours. This would be awesome if we could just talk all I'm day. I'm loving it. Yeah, me let's too, get, man. Let's go. Uh, no, shoot. Keep going, man. We're good. What else? I know you got. I know you got more stuff, David. Um, man. Uh, yeah. I, I, what, what's a good way for like um, for coaches or youth players to implement this at, at a younger yeah. level? We're talking like high level NBA guys, but this is. Yeah. I mean, this is developing it at a young age and just being able to have it be a part of who you are. Like, what's yeah. what's what's a way? What's a, some advice you give a coach, a youth coach, a youth player? Well, one, start doing your work now. Yeah. Start start put the same energy you put in that they put in with you, David. That they put in the strength and conditioning. That they put into nutrition. 
put the same energy into mental training and you start just by building awareness. So I built an app just for that. It's for athletes. It's free for all student athletes. It's called lucid performance. It's all the stuff that we were just talking about right here. We try to break it up into five minute nuggets every day. We're going to teach you to meditate, to visualize, to work on your positive self-talk. These are all mental, mental skills. And so I would say, Download the app now, get that rolling, get your five minutes in a day. Just start making it a part of your routine and you do your five minutes before you play, before you work out, before you're going to go to class. This is your pregame routine. I want everyone to start start developing where you don't just hope to be focused, you get focused. Nice. Uh, right? Physically, you would never just show up and start playing hoops. Everyone's got some sort of physical warm-up, right? right? Always. Yep. Yep. But mentally, if people just wing it, they just like show <laughs> up and like, I hope I got it. You know, like, oh, that's terrible. So you're going to get focused, download the app. And then <clears throat> there's two books I would recommend. One is my book. It's called Play Present. Mm-hmm. It's a mental skills training program for basketball players. And the other one is called A Mindful Athlete by George Mumford. And George Mumford is who trained Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant. So I would say take those two books, start to read those books, every day listen to the app, and just start to get this information coming into your mind, and then you start to apply it in your everyday life. Now, how long does that take before it starts showing? Just don't worry about that. Just start doing the work. Just just do it. So the first thing is, right, you got to gain awareness of what this is. If this is day one for you, this is like me coming to you, David, going, man, I don't even know what basketball is. And you're like, okay, here's a ball. You can dribble, shoot, pass, right? So the mental game, just build your awareness, listen to the app, get those two books I just said, and start with that. And then do this. I always ask people this question, where are you at? And your answer should always be, I'm right here. I'm right where my feet are, meaning I am in the present moment. I'm here. I'm not trying to be somewhere else. I'm not trying to relive something that's already happened, right? And when I say be present, I'm not saying it's not good to reminisce sometimes. I'm not saying it's not good to reflect and plan. I'm saying, but do that because you want to. So many times we're just checked out in life. We're just not where we are. We're somewhere else. We just obsess on our phones, do something just to check out. And I want you to be where you are. I want you to start training yourself right now to be where you are. So there's a trick question. When do you start practice focusing? And the answer is right now, right? You do it. It's always right now. I have a picture on my desk, framed word, and the word says now. That's the picture that's on my desk. It's, you know, what time is it? It's right now, man. That's what time it is. So train yourself to be here, be in your body. Uh, it's easier said than done, but start practicing being present. Get those two books, listen to the app every day, and then you'll start to develop some routines and, and you're off on your journey right there. You know, that's kind of the entryway to this. And uh, you can take it as deep as you want. I've been doing this stuff for, you know, 20 years and it never stops. Once you arrive, you you then see what's next and you you have to keep going on your journey. You know, you never really arrive. You know, you're kind of always continuing to unfold and continuing to dig deeper. And uh, that's but but start now. You know, truly don't. This is not one of those. Or if you're listening to this, don't be like, I'll do it. Like, just do it now. Yep. That's the most important thing. You know, just start now. It's and, uh, yeah, it's funny you say that too because like when you told me about loosening the app that you have, I started listening to it right then, and I do it before every single workout that I, I listen yes. to. I just get mentally in the zone, and yep. it's been what I've been trying to tell players. So now it's perfect for them. I've been trying to tell players, hey, find your in the zone because every time you step on the floor, you want to be like you had your in the zone game, the best game you've ever had. Mentally yep. see that, and this is exactly man, this is absolutely perfect for that. Just to be prepped. Um, like you said, mentally before you step on the floor. And we're going to get, um, with lucid, I'm working on, you know, we have an app so you can listen. We have books. I'm making an album right now and it's me coaching, but we're going to put, we're going to put a ton of music behind it because a lot of athletes enjoy music or people enjoy music. So we're going to find different rhythms for people. Uh, you know, when you're working out, when you're lifting weights, when you're in your car, I have a, a, you know, professional producer who's also an incredible singer. So he's going to help work on some of these hooks. And we're going to try to we're going to try to get some of these sayings like victory to the vulnerable, play present, next play speed. We're going to try to get it so normalized into music that people are kind of training all the time just by hearing these words over and over and over yeah. again. You know what I mean? And yeah. So that's kind of what I'm working on next creatively is trying to put more music and stuff and just find creative ways to meet people where they are because we know this works we're not we're not wondering if this works right we know it does yep. and the more people we can get doing it the the more success they're going to have so 
man it's there it's, it's out there man i'm in your corner 100 so know that any players that i've ever working with first guy i'm calling to get them with, with is you no doubt about it awesome man and awesome no doubt about it man and i'm gonna link to all all of this in the show notes so everybody can know where to find you um perfect to get more information on you what about like where to social media wise can they follow you on the daily yep the uh it's at train with lucid okay and uh that's everything is, is through the company and uh get lucid.com is the website they're putting that up there me myself i really don't do i mean i, I just go through the company yeah. social wise i've had to i have to provide a space for these athletes where i'm really not there on right. that because a lot of the work is actually helping them out with that stuff because obviously you can't control anyone's opinion on social media and people right. get hung up on right. everyone's opinion on social media um so it's an interesting challenge but i'm not really on social media but uh my email is Graham at get lucid. Anyone could hit me up there. You know, I love okay. connecting with people. So, um, yeah. but just, man, just start being present. Everyone start working on your mindset. And you asked a question for the coaches. The, the mm-hmm. best way to teach this is you have to live it right. Yep. This isn't, this isn't lip service where you learn some words and pass the words on the, the words you say become powerful when they come from a deep place inside. And that comes from a place of knowing. So the, the more, as a coach that you can work on your own self, unlocking your own self, going towards your own vulnerabilities, right? That's such, it's so badass when a coach shows the players how to be vulnerable. Um, th- yep. Then the players know how to do it. And it takes, you know, you got to be courageous to be vulnerable. You got to understand that this is actually real toughness because being vulnerable is real toughness. And so as a coach, if you can demonstrate that, I've seen the coaches have such amazing breakthroughs with athletes when they simply demonstrate being vulnerable in front of the athletes. And all of a sudden the athletes are like, man, this coach is a real person. That's it. I can connect to him, you know, so it's, just, you know, man, that's exactly so, what I try to do with my players is show them like, yep. I am there for you 100% of the way. I'm not perfect. We're going to go through this all together. And when they know you're vulnerable as, as a coach and that's right, I mean, it is huge breakthroughs, man. I, I love this stuff, Grant. I was thinking too, while we're talking through this, I'm creating a book of all your sayings, and I'm going to just it. start selling it as my own. Like, I'm just going conti- <laughs> to just completely rip you off of all your sayings of all, in, in a book and just motivationally sell it. Not, well, my goal <laughs> was to normalize this, right? So those sayings, like, I don't know where they come from, but a lot of them, they come through me, these little easy sayings. And, you know, and it helps people kind of dictate what to do, and it can kind of guide your behavior. And if those sayings can guide your behavior – then you're really doing things, right? Then you're becoming, you're the one in charge in the moment. Instead of the feelings dictating what you do, you're like, wait a second, I have a choice here. Okay, victory goes to the vulnerable. And then you just take a breath and you just kind of relax into it. And you're like, I'm okay. And then all of a sudden you're going there, right? And then you're like, ooh, and you have a breakthrough where you have an experience where you have a real victory being vulnerable. And you're like, man, I'm a badass, right? And you, <laughs> yeah. Because once you have that real experience, you are a badass. Yeah. And then it's it's amazing so you once you start to have success with this though like uh you know this great responsibility comes with this because you you're generating real power and once you understand how to use real power right i always tell people do it positively if you're going to operate on this power which is to me this is real power when you unlock all this do something good with it right be a warrior of peace be a peaceful warrior yeah, go man. out there and help the world show people how to not suffer show people how to get out of their own way and, uh, you know, be a real leader. Don't do it for harm. Like, don't use it to manipulate people or, you know what I mean? Because yeah, <laughs> sure. you can be aware of this stuff and see people who aren't aware and you're like, man, they're just lost, you know, and then they're just gone. Man. But on a basketball court, players love it when they're trained mentally and the person guarding them is not. They're like, they have no chance. <laughs> it's just I mean? like, a confidence to have every time you step on the uh, floor. Like, this guy don't got it. I do. Yeah, I have it. It's a ruthless confidence. Ruthless, and ruthless, ruthless. it's a safe competitive environment. You're playing sports. It's safe, right? Everyone's got tank tops and shorts on. There's yeah. refs. I can, I can kill you out here. Yep. And I'm safe. I'm, not, I'm safe. I can't do that in everyday life walking down the street. You know, like you can't. So you do get a space to, to do this stuff where you're safe. And, uh, Man. But, you know, you, you, you look at, like, Mike, uh, Kobe now. Kobe wants to share this stuff. He wants to share what he's doing. And, you know, I think Michael's I, – like, I had a chance to meet Michael Jordan a year ago, and I met him with Aaron Gordon. And mm-hmm. when I met Michael, I said to him, man, what, it, what George Mumford is to you, I am to Aaron Gordon. And Mike looked me in the eyes and shook my hand and said, George Mumford saved my life. Wow. And I was like, man, no, <laughs> nobody knows that, you know. And here's Michael's – coach george helping him learn these ways and mike's like this saved my life and uh so i just 
I know this stuff is powerful. I'm really thankful just to be a part of this, and I feel blessed just to serve, you know, just to just keep serving. And so, like, honestly, like, take those sayings, man, and put them out there in the world. Oh, those, one thing I've learned is that none of this stuff is mine. This is everyone else's. Uh, it comes through me, and my job is to, like, take the verbal shot and put it out there. And that's what I do. I shoot it, and then please, please use it uh, as best sure. you can. It's, it's for the players. It's for everybody, you know. Man, that, that is so cool. And if, if if anybody can have Michael Jordan say, this guy yeah. saved my career, this saved my career, is, yep. that, is that the coolest thing anybody could ever say to anyone? I that, uh, that was uh, that was my peak moment in basketball. You know, that was uh, <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's it. Like I, you know, in 1989, I was like, damn, Michael Jordan. Like I just, he was, it it's blew my crazy. mind. And then in 2016, you know, I met him with Aaron, and uh, I just was like, man, that's it. That's a, like a that was a pinnacle moment for me in my life with this game. You know, so man. wild, yeah, wild stuff. Graham, hey man, I've I've heard a lot of guys and just motivational talks and just in every area there is and like you blow them away i'm not just saying that because you're a friend and i've known you from way back in the day like literally i just i am getting absolutely juiced up right now over here just hearing everything you say it's just it's just beautiful man right on man i uh it's coming through me and i feel honored just to pass it on and we know when i when i got this stuff as a teenager like it changed my life and i thought like I just felt so thankful that, okay, my job is just to pass this on. Like somehow I got it. Yeah. And uh, it does, man. It's, it's truly motivational, right? When you learn this stuff, it's truly inspiring. And uh, it's, it's it's magical. I mean, you know, but you have to do the work. Grueling. You just have to do work. Oh, for sure. You got to work. For sure, yeah. Do, but it works. So do your work. Instead of working against yourself, work with yourself. Yeah. And man, like – I don't want. To, I don't want to say anything is possible, but I, I, I'm kind of like, man. I think anything is possible. <laughs> you know, like, I completely agree with you. I completely you know I mean? agree with you, man. I think it is, I, man. Um, so, Graham, thank you, thank you so yeah. much for your time. Like, if, if, if anybody out there listening, if you don't check out Lucid, and you don't check out Graham. Um, you just don't want to be great. That's pretty much what it comes down to, in my opinion. <laughs> Um, well hey right on thanks for having me man and yes, anytime you know uh, i'd love to come back and talk i love talking hoops with you and anytime baby man, man. it's Any, a pleasure yep. and anything you ever need let's link up soon get you with my guys and let's keep it rolling man wow all right if that didn't blow your mind um yeah you might want to go visit the doctor you have issues big time thanks to graham betchert being on the podcast that's next level human performance development that everyone can use, not just MJ, Kobe, Aaron Gordon, but you, everyone can. It's so cool to see someone you've known for a long time grind it out when everyone doubted them, telling them they couldn't do it, basically be a pioneer in their field, and literally change the landscape and mindset of professional athletes. You're so blessed, so thankful to have Grandma. Check them out for sure. Links will be in the show notes. And a big thanks as well to Halo Neuroscience for sponsoring the podcast. You've got a chance to get out there and get your own today. And like Graham said, there's no better time than the now. And of course, the biggest thanks of all goes to you guys. You make it possible for me to bring on NBA players, top-level performers, and just have a ton of fun learning and growing. If you like the podcast, tell others, give it good ratings, all that good stuff. If not, no worries. Hope you all keep tuning in. Give you a little preview behind the scenes for next week. We have a big time NBA player on. You will love it. Have a great week. David Nurse, Game of Life, signing off. Later.